0: Shana Folk, Management 8107, Purpose and Ethics in Business, This I Believe. I believe in authenticity, courage, and joy. My professional identity is rooted in these three attributes. But before I can have a professional identity, I first need to define what it means to me to be a professional. Bales and Barber outline clear definitions of what defines a professional. I love the direct and authoritative presentation, but as we wrestled with these definitions in our class discussion, I struggled with the gray areas. What differentiates the professional nature of one job from another? Is a high degree of generalized and systemic knowledge a black and white differentiator? Is a system of rewards to symbolize work achievement a clear indicator of professional behavior, and what constitutes extensive training, a four-year degree, a certification, years of apprenticeship, an afternoon of on-the-job learning? Even these direct definitions leave much ambiguity and questions in gray areas. And yet, in the intersection of these gray areas, I find the definition of a professional is best illuminated. I believe that the foundation of a profession is in preparation and execution. And my understanding of what it means to be a professional is in the balance between autonomy and collaboration. Bale's emphasis on training, education, and building intellect are all critical parts of being a professional. To do anything well, one must first prepare. Each person, each position, each situation, may call for a different approach to preparation, but each professional must determine what is required in order for them to be ready. Readiness is key, but readiness isn't enough to define oneself as a professional. A professional must also execute. They must analyze a multitude of preparatory learnings in order to act. Yes, they must approach each situation with an arsenal of skill, but a professional must also use that skill to determine how best to provide a service to society. There must be an output, a tangible offering reflective of the professional's groundwork. Preparation and execution are key components, but they don't narrow the definition of who is included as a professional. Lawyers and magicians, cyber specialists and pharmacy workers, architects and manicurists, all train and then deliver a service? Are they all professionals? As I include and exclude from the professions bucket, I had to consider why I place each job in its respective category. As I separate attorneys, IT engineers, and city planners from the illusionists, prescription fillers, and nail technicians, how am I defining their differences? They all train for their jobs, they all provide a service, And they all add value. Where I delineate, and therefore how I am able to define which roles are business professionals, is in the manner in which they balance autonomy and collaboration. Autonomy and collaboration are foundational to business and to the business professional. Autonomy plays out in the local knowledge theory. Each of us has the sovereignty to best understand our own desires. Autonomy for a professional requires the freedom to individually answer how they will best further the strategic goals of business. Professionals must decide who they are and what their individual value is, and then deliver this value based on their personal assessment and with the liberty to execute as they see fit. Autonomy is power, and a professional must possess the understanding of this power, the analytical skill to use it effectively, and the restraint to prevent autonomy from becoming the selfish pursuit of individual gains. So autonomy must be considered in partnership with collaboration. Together in a balanced understanding, these components create the very foundation of business. Smith's understanding of the division of labor illustrates this balance. As individuals specialize, seemingly as a result of an autonomous decision to focus on how they can best add value to society, and then they collaborate with others, society receives the most efficient benefits and prosperity. Odison states that the purpose of a firm is to enable more co- cooperation, and that the more people who can cooperate, the more prosperity. A professional who aims to add value to society must use their intellectual capability and relational ties to work together with others to achieve personal, organizational, and societal goals. They must collaborate to add value. So if we define a professional as one who has effectively prepared and executes while balancing autonomy and collaboration, we're able to filter a variety of meaningful pursuits to evaluate whether one's career activities are a profession. However, it isn't enough for a professional to be prepared and act to understand how they add value individually and collectively as a part of society. A professional must decide who they are within the framework of business. As I was pulled into the rabbit hole of segment after segment of the NPR This I Believe series, I listened to professionals talk about who they are in terms of creativity, honor, curiosity, And asking the right questions. They talked about the meaning of faith, the power of overcoming setbacks and failures, of truth, of appreciation, and of optimism. There are many attributes that make a successful and principled professional. As I considered the business heroes that we have profiled in the last few weeks and my own personal business heroes, I was struck by three key traits authenticity, courage, And joy. These aspects of professional identity are core to who I am and what I want to embody, both professionally and personally. First of these, authenticity, is a desire to be true to myself and to be consistent in who I am, both in work and in my professional and in my personal life. And as a result, to be seen as who I really am. Though a business giant and a creative hero, Walt Disney struggled with this and, quote, was aware of the gap between himself and the persona he had created for public consumption, end quote. My goal for for my professional identity, to be inclusive of my whole self and to be able to share my passion, vulnerability, humor, fun, and honesty in business. Indra Nui talked about performance with purpose and creating an environment where everyone can bring their whole self to work. When we bring our whole selves to work, we are authentic, our true selves. Gary Bernison, CEO of Cornferry, recently shared an article titled The True You, where he said quote, Being authentic is the only way to bridge the barriers, physical distance, emotional separation, social divides, and even those not so intimate Zoom calls. We must show who we truly are, what motivates us, and what we believe about the future, end quote. Burnison ends his article by stating, quote, authenticity means taking a risk to show others our true selves. It's uncomfortable and vulnerable and always carries with it the very human fear of not fitting in, but the greater risk is being inauthentic. Indeed, if we want to see others, we must first allow them to truly see us," end quote. I wanna be seen and I want my professional identity to include this naked, vulnerable, authentic view of myself. The second aspect of my professional identity that I want to embrace is courage. One of my heroes is Christian author, speaker, and prolific social media personality, Jen Hatmaker. Hatmaker is as authentic as they come, freely sharing her joys, her pain, her theology, her false eyelashes, and her disdain for packaged shredded cheese. Quote, first of all, don't even talk to me about bagged shredded cheese. Unless you like grody, waxy pimento cheese, just stop it forever. End quote. Hatmaker brings her whole self to everything she says and writes. But what I really love about Hatmaker is her courage. Hatmaker was an evangelical darling whose star was on the rise. Then, in 2016, Hatmaker made a clear and powerful statement in support of LGBTQ rights and their place in Christian community. Hatmaker called out evangelicals for their insufficient tolerance of their LGBTQ brothers and sisters and instead advocated that Christians warmly embrace all people and fully include homosexuals in the church and in Christian life. She was vocal and unapologetic. As As a result of this stance, Hatmaker was ostracized from the evangelical community, dropped by one of the largest Christian bookstore chains, and lost numerous speaking engagements. Hatmaker could have apologized to the Christian right, She could have opened the door for multiple interpretations. She could have placated and kept her followers and her book deals. But she didn't back down. She stood resolute. And because of this, she was villainized, accused of false biblical interpretation, and suffered financial loss. She embraced courage. She radiated the type of courage that I want to reflect in my own professional identity. The courage to stand alone to face the loss of all you have built, to risk alienation from those you hold dear in order to speak truth to power. This type of courage is scary and risky and lonely and sometimes results in deep loss. But this type of courage is the only way to truly be authentic and open yourself to the opportunities that come when you live your purpose and allow others to truly see you. The final aspect of professional identity that I want to live out each day is joy. I want to achieve personal joy. I want to love coming to work, love the challenge, and find joy in the successes and opportunities that I face. I also want to spread joy and make sharing joy a critical part of who I am and my professional identity. Bob Page of Replacements demonstrates this joy and his professional identity evolved from this joy. Page left behind a career as an auditor to pursue his personal joy, and in doing so, founded replacements. But Paige also understands the importance of sharing joy, and some of his favorite career moments are centered around memories of helping others find joy through dishes. A professional identity rooted in joy risks characterization as approaching the world with a Pollyanna naivety. But when well done, a professional identity of joy brings both the authentic assessment of each situation with the courage and constant awareness of the good that exists around us. Whether I am bringing joy to society through my work or through my attitude, or by living a life where I choose to be joyful, I can think of no better way to add value and pursue eudaimonia.